The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Brown paper packages tied up with string. Yeah. Those are, that's one of my favorite things. Oh, is it like, these are a few of my yes, favorite things? Yes, that's what things. it is. That's okay, what it is. Okay, yeah. Before before we started this podcast, I, I, I said that and, and Ryan was like, what is it? Because you said it so monotone, you didn't say it to the thing of the song. I just like, yeah, no, hearing it was like, oh. Brown paper packages tied up with string. And I was like, what? Yeah, dude. <laughs> one of my favorite things. Oh, man. Speaking of favorite things, in this episode... You will get to know a lot about Matt and I. It's gonna, it's like, it's gonna be like a first date between us and you guys, the listeners, because it's, it, it's gonna be like one of those awkward things where it's just, uh, what's your, what's your favorite this? Oh, cool, that's Nicole. What's your, what, what's your favorite this? Oh, my, my favorite this? Yeah. Um, probably this. Oh, nice. So it's gonna be a lot of that. Yeah. So prepare yourselves. We might, uh, we might go off on a tangent or two. Probably yeah. most of it will be us going off on tangents. Yeah, we'll, we'll just have to see. You'll have to sit back, relax, and find out for your fucking self. Okay, Ryan. So, so it's like it's like we're on a blind date. All okay, right? yeah, yeah. Let, let's start. You know, everyone everyone's favorite dude. What you know? It's because the people listening to this right now, you know, they like they like YouTube and stuff. So. They like you the whole YouTube scene. They do. So, Great. so what are your favorite YouTubers, Ryan? Let, let me know. Uh, well, I definitely have a favorite YouTuber. Uh, his name's Julian Smith. Uh, a lot of people might know him for like the hot Kool-Aid uh, video or the Malk video. Uh, those went pretty viral. Um, I think he uh, he started doing his own stuff and he really got you know popular because he made these uh, videos about Facebook. And that's that's fine. That's not why I'm interested in him. But he he does a lot of characters like uh, Jeffrey and stuff like that. I just think Dude, he, Jeffrey Dallas. Yeah, yeah. Love and some it, of that. Oh, it's so I, one of my favorite videos by him is definitely. I wish I was a black guy, but my favorite video from him is uh oh what's it called? Uh Randy. 
Uh, it's so just vintage and VHSy. And oh yeah, he got the style down perfect. He's he's a wonderful director. Um, I don't really like. I can't really put him like he's not a YouTuber to me. He's he's a legit entertainer director. He has a lot of talent. He has he's really an good eye at it. Really for good cinematography. At what he does. Yeah. So uh, that's my favorite YouTuber. I mean, of course, I also uh, like uh, Retin Link and uh, stuff like that. So yeah, dude, I loved when I was. It's weird because, like, as a kid, not well, not as a kid, but like back in middle school, mm-hmm. I I loved Retin Link um, when they were first starting out. When like, in middle school, I loved Smosh, dude. Holy shit! In elementary school, I loved Smosh. I yeah. remember. I remember when Smosh released the uh, their Easy Step video. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! I remember right when that came out, and I watched it like the first day it was out. And I I, I oh, thought it was so edgy dude, when I was I younger because it. like he pulled he down his naked. pants. Yeah, yeah. And we, uh, we do that in like every video now. Yeah, and it's and it's fun. We don't like we don't do that whole. Uh, yeah, this is something that you guys actually have been wondering: Are we actually naked? Yes, yes, yes we are. We're, for for every every single time you see like something censored out. That is not fake. We are legitimately naked, and if someone were to, you know, hack our computers or get on our hard drives, like steal our hard drives, you would find copious amounts of footage of, of me and Ryan's genitals. There's that one picture of you recently uh, with the amiibos where you have your ass spread and your legs up. You did not censor that enough. When I <laughs> like Ryan edited the first episode of Shovel Knight, and uh, and and it was like 5 a.m. when we got it uploaded. So we just went to bed, and I woke up, and I watched it, and I was like, oh shit. You can, first, al- you can almost scared. see my asshole. I got scared that I might have accidentally left your asshole in there. Because pe- I know what Smosh does is what Smosh does is they get like – Well, and a bunch of other people do yeah, this they, too. Yeah, they'll get like tan, like skin-colored underwear, and then mm-hmm. that's it. But, you know – yeah, I can always tell though. Like they do it with Saturday Night Live and stuff like that. Even big uh, programs do it, and you can always tell, and it just makes it feel – yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to say it's a bad thing to do. I understand like when people are uncomfortable with nudity and stuff. You got I mean you just got to rock it. I mean, Ryan and I we're roommates. We've we've seen it all. We we've, you know, I I've, I've I've seen every crevasse on his body. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, I, not, I've stared right into your uh, butthole before. So. You have. Not now now let's let's clear the air here. <laughs> not not in like a sexual way like Never like, in a sexual oh, he way. He stared right no. into my butthole. Nice. It was it's always been like like in a joke. Like when I took the picture of you with the amiibo. Exactly. Yeah. There's your, there's just your balls, your dick, and your butthole. Just all three. Just just right there for everyone to see. <laughs> the trifecta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yes, for the for those that have been asking, yes, we are actually every time something is censored, we are actually naked. Espe- like filming, holy shit, filming the uh, like the the part in our Q and A video when it's like a day in Ryan's life. Oh yeah. That was. I, I watched our our buddy Tucker, um, who's an incredible, Great. so talented uh, cinematographer. Yeah, check him out. Uh, his link is in the description below. Um, Unless we forgot about that, no, but I will not forget Tucker. I love you. But but he is in, he's incredible at what he does, and and we just basically put his talent to good use by filming Ryan <laughs> uh, jumping out of bed naked and and playing rock band that. That one shot where it's just looking right up from below, and you're sitting. He in had your... to see. He had to be right there. And and I I stood by and watched him. Like I I was like, I guess you could say I was the uh, the assistant shot. Well, I didn't actually do anything. The assistant. I, just, I stood next director. To the assistant manager of watching Ryan <laughs> naked. Yeah. But oh my god, dude! I saw so much of you that day. That was just eye opening. So, I mean, <laughs> especially I, when was... I was monkeying around in bed oh my a bit God. for there, one of the scenes. There were there were some shots that like we just didn't use because we we were I was like we we're like holy shit we just can't even if we censor it it's just too grotesque. So it's <laughs> I'm like just bending over in position. Yeah, just straight, <laughs> just like ass up bending over at the camera. So it was like oh god. We like pretty much technically by definition is that porn? 
Like, did, were we shooting porn at the time? It felt dirty, so okay, I'm going to go with yes. Wait, wait let, me, let me go on my phone, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to okay. look up the definition of pornography, okay? Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go with... I don't know, it's not, it's not in a sexual context, though. Although, that one time where I arched my back that we cut out. All right, here's the definition. Pornography. Printed or visual material containing the explicit description or display of sexual organs or activity. Oh, okay. But wait, wait. Intended to stimulate erotic rather than aesthetic or emotional feelings. Okay, so never mind. So we're, we we're, uh, we weren't we, weren't we made to, art, not porn. We weren't trying to uh, stimulate erotic rather than aesthetic or emotional feelings. Yeah. Well, maybe for some people out there, it, it did that, but I that, hope that, not. That, that would be very sad. That wasn't the goal. I mean, but <laughs> but yeah, there's there's the answer to, to that. We. Uh, Naked. Yes. Yeah, but uh, do we? Do, you didn't answer, did you? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite, favorite YouTubers? YouTubers? Let's Come on. see. Oh, geez. There's, there's. You know, um, I like, like when I when I first started getting back into YouTube, um, like two years ago, I, I really, I really was into Filthy Frank. Mm-hmm. Um, like a lot of his old stuff. Um, I like his old stuff definitely. His old very, stuff is. It just feels. It just. It's. I don't know how to explain it. It's very jackassy, I guess. Yeah, I love. I and I, and I still do. I, I love me some Filthy Frank, and I really like. <laughs> Um, I'm I'm pretty good friends with him. I like I like No Fuckers a lot. Um, yeah, I think he's pretty funny, and I like his I like I like his stuff because I, um, I, li- I like him. I like I Dubs is cool. I Dubs is super cool, mm-hmm. and I would I would love to I would love to collaborate with him at some point. Oh if, yeah, if if that would would ever be possible. He's a cool guy. He lives like an like an hour away from us. I think so. Yeah. Um, who else? Who who? Um, I like. Oh, uh, speaking of Rhett and Link, I think honestly I like their podcast. They're a Good Mythical Morning, uh, channel more than their actual channel. They just do a bunch of interesting things, and they have a really good dynamic together. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Wait. Good a... Mythical Morning, yeah. It's oh, yeah, 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 yeah. podcast thing. Of course. I know, has, I know that. Which has a stunning intro. I'm so – oh, it's so beautiful. Whoever made that, make us one, please. But I, I think <laughs> – The same one. The exact – just replace the words Good, good Mythical, mythical Morning Mega. with Super <laughs> – <laughs> I really like uh, – I, I really like H3H3 Productions a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can't believe we're, we're both we're both really big fans uh, yeah, of, of I'm, Ethan. Yeah, I'm more into the Ethan and Ela channel. Yeah, 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 dude. They're 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 both really good channels, and I and I also really like. Um, I'm I'm friends with him. Um, he doesn't post videos very often, but I like I like Dolan Dark a lot. Yeah, you show me some of his videos. Hilarious. Yeah, he's some really good, good, some good, really good editing, dude. It's good, good dude, good dude. Some, love him. Some good shit. Well, it's you know Frank Joffe, of course. Ah, oh, yes. Love Frank Joffe. I was actually listening to uh, some of his stuff like yesterday. Um, I just had like a playlist of his on, and it's just nice. It's just I like I like his stuff mainly because it, it's funny. First of all, I like the dry sense of humor. If you if you don't get, I like dry sense of humor, guys. Congratulations, nice and dry. Look, look at that, not moist. Yep, like I like Anne. But anyways, <laughs> but anyways, uh, just I don't know. And at the end of the at the end of uh, his videos, Frank always uh, just shows a display of like his understanding of you know the genre or something like that like he actually puts work into it at the end and he he makes like educational videos yeah but, but at the end but they're really they're really funny too yeah there's so a big like, payoff at the end of the videos which is great because he because he always like takes the genre and then makes a song of his own yeah. out of it which is really cool and he was like he was on our podcast two episodes ago episode two so go check yeah. uh, probably one of our most well received podcasts even though yeah, this dude. is only the fourth one but <laughs> i mean i mean people loved the one with frank and i definitely want to have him back on the podcast Podcast. Absolutely. Sooner than 
even later. We're gonna we we have we actually have a a, a big list of uh, YouTubers that that we're gonna have on our podcast, but that's a secret for now. That's just this time 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 is. You, the you guys just have to wait key. and keep keep tuning in to see who. But we got some. We actually have some really big guests coming on that we're really excited about. So, you guys uh, keep Stay keep tuned. keep an eye out. Maybe in the coming weeks you'll you'll see one. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. But I also, who else? Um, have you ever heard of Alan Tutorial? No. Okay. I think I showed him to you. Alan Tutorial is this small YouTube channel that mm -hmm. like not a lot of people know about that my friend showed me um last year and basically he's this guy um and and he he films and he films like tutorial videos but they're really fucking weird so and, like he takes the tutorial aspect kind of like how to basic and turns it like yeah no it, it's like around well, it, it's not how to basic is is He's know, gotten a lot more ridiculous. I can't explain it. His, his are just weird tutorials, like how to crush a can of soda with slats of wood. And he's like, <laughs> hey, hey, YouTube, today I'm going to show you. First, you want to drill a hole in the can of soda. And then it's like two minutes of him trying to drill a hole in the soda cans rolling around Oh, never mind. I think yeah, I, I showed you yeah, that, right? Yeah. Oh, I was laughing my ass off. Yeah, it's yeah, called yeah. Alan. Okay, now I know. It, it's really it's, – it's creepy though because over time his videos started to like – change and dement and until and it was just videos of him in like this dark like crawl space covered in blood with just broken cds everywhere just going like hey, uh, here's, a, here's a tutorial and it just like, it got so weird it was this weird art piece and the guy himself is actually a comedian so it's not like some actually like weird yeah. creepy person his name is alan resnick i think and mm -hmm. he did some stuff for adult swim but god he's so funny holy shit matt i just remembered like up there with Julian Smith as like my favorite YouTube channels. I just remembered one. I don't know what, how I was forgetting it. Uh, Red Letter Media, wonderful uh, movie criticism channel focused on film and stuff like that. Have you ever heard of them? He's, he's very famous for his Mr. Plinkett's review of uh, the Star Wars original, not the original trilogy, but the episodes one, two, and three. I actually have never. I, I've heard Red Letter Media, but I, I've never actually watched it because you and I are actually kind of, you know. Um, we come together and like the same stuff, but we also each have our own separate tastes of yeah. of what we like on YouTube. You like to watch mm -hmm. a lot of movie reviews. I like to oh, watch yeah. a bunch of like 
you know, weird. Well, like film criticism and stuff. Like reviews are good, but like I can really the only movie reviews I can not tolerate, but I I, I really like her YMS, which is yourmoviesucks.org. He's fantastic. He's a, he's really critical, but um, you need that uh, when it comes to film. Uh, so he gives a really good take on that. And then of course, uh, Red Letter Media. So like the the top two people I go to for uh, movie uh, film criticism would be uh, YMS, Your Movie Sucks, and uh, Half in the Bag. Uh, or, you know, Red Letter Media, which is Half in the Bag is a show made by Red Letter Media. Also, Chris Stuckman's really cool. He, he's really, I actually uh, met him at a Comic-Con last year. It wasn't oh, really? Like, he, he, he doesn't know who I am, but I just, I said I was a fan, and I, <laughs> and I was very heavy back then, so, um, and I was wearing my, uh, god damn it, I was wearing that fucking uh, jacket vest of mine. <laughs> classic jacket <laughs> vest. Wait, 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 were you wearing, were you wearing gym shorts with it? Probably. Oh, the and classic look. Like, if, when we make you in, because we're planning on doing a Sims series at some point. Yeah. But when we make you, we have to do that. The classic, like. Flip-flops, gym and, shorts, and then, and then for t-shirt. Me, for me, it's just going to be like a solid color t-shirt and then just a pair of jeans. If we can get, like, if we can customize, I think you can put images in, in uh, within the game. We can make you your thank you, thank you, thank you t-shirt. Oh, yeah, dude. Because people think that I only own one shirt, even though. Just, you know, it was because, like, we filmed, like, three videos the same day where I was wearing the same shirt. So people were like, you only own one shirt. It's a nice shirt, though. I love that shirt. It's like the equivalent of having, like, you know those, like, bad paper cups that have that, like, purple and turquoise-ish design? It's kind kind of like having that shirt I want to get a shirt that has that design. I love that design. And after we're done with this podcast, I'm going to go order a shirt, and you guys are going to see it in some videos in the future. We're actually going to order a poster for our apartment. Yes, we are. Papers, please, please, please. Please, 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 because we're... We have both, over the past uh, few months, become massive fans of the game Papers, Please. Mm-hmm. And you can probably tell by us playing it on the channel that we love it. Uh, because before we even did it on the channel, we found it on Steam and we got like addicted to it. So so we, we found a poster online that has like every single person in the game with their passport. It's like a big chart. So we're going to get that for our living room. And I got some, I'm getting some stickers for, for Papers, Please. One, yes, one yes. of Georgie, the little Ooh, the weird guy. I love him. He has Absolutely. his own sticker. Yeah, absolutely, dude. And you know, you know, actually, back to the YouTube thing. Um, who else? There, there were there were like two other people I was thinking of. I like Anthony Fantano a lot. I love mm-hmm. him. He's a fun guy. He's he's a genuinely like nice guy too. Because I he knows I met his him. shit when it comes to music. Oh, dude, he is so smart. I met him and I watched him um, talk and I talked to him a little bit. And he he actually like he is ridiculously smart when it comes to uh, music theory or like anything about just like any genre of music. He's heard of it and he knows all about it and he can tell you. 30 new things you've never heard about it. So he does He does album reviews. He's called The Needle Drop. He's a fun little guy. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Do you, do you remember that last channel you were thinking of? Fuck. Do I need to pry your brain a little bit? Pry my brain, dude. Max Mofo? Mm, I like Max Mofo a lot. I think I think he's really funny. Very very grotesque, but I, I like that. Yeah, like the hair. The yeah. hair cake. Because Ryan isn't as much Ryan isn't as much into like... I'm one of the people that really likes like really gross, shocking, like, oh, I don't yeah. know why. It's just part of me. It, it just like... Makes me laugh. Maybe it's because I grew up watching Jackass and stuff, and I. I mean, I, I love Jackass. I went to go see Jackass 3D with my dad in theaters, I and just, that whole volcano. Oh, scene. dude! I saw it in theaters with my dad too. <laughs> yeah, no and I, I we went to a dine-in theater, so it was like well, we, Ew. Food. we did we we did not order with food, the volcano part. I remember that was Ugh. a that was a great oh I remember that part too. That was a great bonding moment with my dad was sitting in theaters watching Jackass 3D. My mom was very mad that he took me to see that. <laughs> I, I still remember that. Well, we were talking about Papers, Please earlier, so let's, I guess, let's just go to, like, favorite games. Dude, I don't know. favorite um, games. I definitely have a... I, Dude, you like that motorcycle that just went by our apartment very loud? That was wonderful. Thank you, motorcycle. Thank but anyways, you. back into the games. Yes! Um, I'm a big fan of Halo 3. 
Uh, oh, it's yeah. not my favorite game. Uh, I think like one of my favorite game series is definitely Left 4 Dead. Um, I don't know, because you could play it by yourself or with friends, and it was still pretty much as equally entertaining either way because of the random uh, way it was set up. They they have it set up so the AI is randomized every time, so you never have the same experience. Certain pathways are closed, certain ones are opened, uh, stuff like that. Um, I'm really crossing my fingers for Left 4 Dead 3 in the future. I don't know. Other games I also liked. Uh, Destroy All Humans is a good one. Uh... Billy Hatcher is a great game, and of course, oh, dude. Uh, one of my favorite games of all time, Donkey Kong Country. Dude, I don't, I don't. It's it's so weird because it's like I don't even know if if you can even hope for a Left 4 Dead three simply because you know Valve. They've it's never like, made a three, yeah. Yeah, and also especially with like Half Life, because because you know how how many years has it been? Since, I don't know. since they like were like I haven't even play, I, I haven't played Half Life, so I I'm I'm not I'm not joined in the pain of uh, I, I so many fans. I never beat Half Life. I played it a little bit, but I never beat it. I've I've actually never played Portal, believe it or not. The, really? Never. I own I, I own I own them both of them, but I've never played them. Portal Two is definitely a really really good experience. I mean, the first Portal is great, but the second Portal I just like the co op and the the I, I forget the names of the robots. Uh, Peabody and um, Sherman. <laughs> isn't it Peabody and Atlas? Yes, 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 yes. I yes. don't know how I know that. I've never I think it's Atlas, it. and then of course Glados being the main big baddie. Oh, she's um, great, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, those were fun. I played them with friends, of course. It's just like I don't know, one of those things where you get frustrated with your friends, but then when you figure it out, it like it settles the frustration between you two that you were having because you couldn't figure out the puzzle. That, that sounds like a great game for us to play on the channel together because I'm sure that would lead to so much frustration and oh, us yeah. yelling at each other. Well, and... I'd like to get it hooked up so like it's you're in your room, I'm in mine, and we can switch back and oh, forth we could... between our perspectives and not just have oh, the dude, uh, we should totally do that. split screen. Yeah. We actually have a couple uh, videos coming up planned similar to that type of layout so you'll have to wait and see what those are you'll have to just wait and some, see some fun series that's what you're gonna have to wait and see but for. I, I think okay i have a couple games that are my favorite games of all time i already know what i think your favorite game is you want to say it at the same time three two one katamari oh uh, no well no? okay actually they're tied really my two okay. favorite games of all time animal crossing and katamari damasi mm-hmm. animal crossing yeah, is just like a very special place in my heart I because i so played bad. it i could never get into it dude. it's oh but I don't know. It's like it's so nostalgic to me that you know, like all I've played every Animal Crossing game for hundreds of hours. That's mm-hmm. not even an exaggeration. It's like I love Animal Crossing. It makes me feel so good and relaxed, and I can play it for hours. And then Katamari Damacy is, oh my god! Like that game was the game. I mean, that actually might be above Animal Crossing for me, Katamari Damacy, because mm-hmm. that game is the game that like almost it defined. I I don't even know how to say it. It defined my entire like plane of creativity if that okay. makes sense it, it influenced me so much with the art style and it actually was the the thing that got me into like japanese shit and yeah. being interested in japanese culture i'm not a weeaboo don't call me a weeaboo i i don't even watch anime i just like you don't really like anime that much no. i mean you like you like the i like the language a lot and i yeah. like i like the music but what about other... the language do you like so much? Is it just the way it sounds? Dude, I don't know. I had a friend in high school that um, was learning it, and he showed it to me. And this was a kid that I've known. Uh, well, since... which specific? Japanese, right? Japanese, okay, yeah. yeah. And it was like I didn't, I didn't um, really know this kid that, but I went to elementary school with him too. And then he was like showing it to me. I never really talked to him, and he was just like opening up to me and showing me um, how he was learning Japanese. And I was like, holy shit, that's actually really cool. So then, like, I had never watched anime. I'd never been into the culture. And, but I was like, hey, uh, I'm bored, and this seems cool. So I thought I'd give it a try, so I started trying to, like, learn it. And then, you know, like, as a week went by and I was, like, learning characters and stuff, I found out it was, like, 
really addicting and really fun. And maybe it was just because it was the first time I had tried learning something mm-hmm. that I wasn't being taught in school. So I was learning something by myself for my own interest. But it was like, I don't know, I kind of fell in love with it. And, and since then, it just became like really fun. And it's something I do on and off now. It's and a if, beautifully written language. Yeah, and that's one of the things that like draws me to it is how fun it is and how cool it is to write. And also, it's just like, I don't know. When I write the characters, it feels really, I don't know, it feels cool. And then like every time you learn a new one, it's like, it's like collecting things, so mm-hmm. it's like building a big collection is a, a way to look at it. So that's kind of how I see it. So it's like I want to learn it because it's like growing a collection almost. It's fun. Yeah. I I think like out of all the languages written down, I think my favorite one to look at is Arabic. Oh, Arabic is beautiful. Oh, it's awesome, dude. Gorgeous. I tried. I tried. Learning. I started learning the alphabet in high school, and I just Me too. I just gave up. Yeah, I, I know probably six or seven of the letters, but that's it. Yeah, I just know certain uh, phrases here and there from like family and stuff because uh, uh, my family has you know Middle Eastern Dutchish you know background you know all 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 nice, there. Dude. So I I love um, Thai. Thai is like such a cool looking language. Do you know what Thai looks like? No. That's what Thai looks like. Ooh, yeah. Thai does look fun. It look, they look like uh, the unknowns. Yeah, yeah. Dude, from t- Pokemon. Thai totally looks like the unknowns. From Pokemon. P- Pokemon. And I really like... It's a Pokemon. Russian. Russian. It's Pokemon. Pokemon. Which, which actually, Ryan, let me get a little weeby on you. Pocket monsters. Uh, yeah. Okay. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you, are you, do you watch anime? No, I just, I was really big into Pokemon. Dude, nice. My favorite Pokemon game is Pokemon Emerald. Really? Solely because of Rayquaza. Oh, dude, I, I love Rayquaza. Rayquaza. My, my friend cool traded me game. one when I was, when I was younger and I cherished the, sh- my friend's name was Ray and he traded me a Rayquaza and I cherished the shit out of it. There's this, uh, I think my favorite Pokemon that I've ever caught that I was just like, yes, was the Man Red Watson. Gyarados <laughs> or yeah, sure. Uh, was the uh, Red Gyarados? Oh, dude! That was in that little pond area up to like the far yeah, yeah. right of some I remember. town. I can't it was, remember. Um, dude, I don't know why, but in Pearl and Diamond, I was obsessed with Nosepass. Who's that? Exactly. I <laughs> loved Nosepass though. It was like my favorite Pokemon. I just found it. Does and he have a big nose? It, it. The thing basically. Is he just a big schnoz? It kind of looks like the guys from um from Easter Island, a little bit. Okay. And I, I guess that's that. But I don't know. <laughs> 
back to back to Katamari Damacy. Katamari Damacy is a fucking amazing game. Have you ever played it, Ryan? No. Holy shit! I'm gonna blow your mind. We're gonna blow everyone's mind when we play it on this channel. Oh yes, we are. We're definitely gonna play that. I'm not it's... saying when that's gonna be. We don't. We don't even know. We're just whenever we have the ability to. And and re- remind us of, of these things in the future in case we forget. And yeah. Because we might be like dry out of ideas, and you guys can be like, "Oh yeah, here it is." Yeah, yeah. Like, please remind me of Billy Hatcher because it's fun. Absolutely, Pikmin, Pikmin, Pikmin. Oh dude. yeah, we're, we need to do that soon. Pikmin is like one of my favorite game series of all time, and I was ecstatic when I heard that uh, Miyamoto said that Pikmin Four is like complete. And D- just... is that official? Did he say that? Yeah, he okay, said that awesome. Pikmin Four is almost done. That wasn't his fake account on Twitter. No, <laughs> that a lot of people believe is real. No, I fo- I follow that. I- we both follow that account, and that account is funny as shit. It's yeah. called like real Shigeru M, and it's like I followed it thinking it was the real Miyamoto, and I think I, a lot of people did. And then I saw what he started tweeting. I was like, "Holy shit! What uh, the fuck?" It made oh, me wait. think he was like such a cool guy. I'm pretty sure he's a cool guy regardless, but like this made me be like, "Oh, he's so fucking self aware." He, he was tweeting like the funniest shit, and and then I was like, "Oh wait, never mind. This is this is not real." Because when I showed it to you, remember I, I was like, "Dude, look, look what Miyamoto yeah. just like, tweeted." Whoa. What a what a wacky guy! And then Ryan came in my room the next day. He's like, "Dude, you know this account's not him, right?" And I was like, "Because because knowing just me, I always get suspicious and he, I have to he tweeted, research things." He tweeted something with the N word, and that was like that a, was a big clue. That was a big red flag. Like, maybe <laughs> maybe this isn't this isn't uh, Miyamoto. Maybe this is someone else. Yeah. But it's so funny because he 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 always tweets at Dylan Sprouse and just says like <laughs> he'll just respond to one of Dylan Sprouse's tweets and just be like, "Dylan, my wife left me. Please help." And then he just and then Dylan Sprouse just ignores him of course and it's so funny just seeing that what is dylan sprouse up to just living off of those like oh, living dude, off of those, like loaded. disney royalties he is loaded dude you think both of them do you think one of the twins has like a lot more money than the other whichever one had their dick posted to the internet probably has more money wait one of them had their dick posted to the internet yeah like so they both them... had their dick posted. yeah i'm sure i could find the picture dude, let me see hold on you know what's you know what you know what's funny drake and josh so basically um josh peck he is like loaded. He's like set for life. But Drake Bell spent all of his money and is actually like his net worth is like negative or something right now. I, I read this a while back that he has like no money. Really? So apparently- oh well, like I saw Drake. Yeah, at the mall. Um, yeah, well, yeah, it was in the Glendale Galleria area, and uh, it was well, he was going into a, a movie theater. He was going to see a movie with uh, some girl. Oh, that's where you saw him. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I just saw him. I was waiting in line for snacks. Well, I was done waiting in line for snacks, and I was at the soda machine, and I and I looked over, and I saw him, and I was like, <gasps> and then I was like, <gasps> hug me, bro. God, <laughs> imagine if I did that. Uh, I I was kind of that way when I saw Jack. <laughs> God. I have to let it out. All right, dude, I'm always fine. scared I'm going to poop myself. Oh, dude, I... <sighs> I'm not going into that on the podcast. It's gonna tell a story, but I'm not going into that. But so you're saying you saw, you saw Jack Black at the gallery as well? Yeah, I, same place where Ryan saw Drake Bell. I saw Dra- I saw Drake. Bl- I saw Dracula. <laughs> I know. I saw I saw Jack Black. He was going up the escalator, and I was going down the escalator, and I went right by him, and I was like, <gasps> and then and then yeah, that was who yeah. else? We saw Robert Downey Jr. Uh, no, no, we did. Like, no, yes, we did. No, we didn't. Oh yeah, we did. We never did. mind. At Jimmy we were, Kimmel. Yeah, we were backstage at Jimmy Kimmel, and when he, 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 I, for, he I forget he walked, because it wasn't that big of a thing. He was just like he wasn't a disguise. He was just he was. He, dude, I'm I'm pretty sure he was wearing a fedora. By the way, <laughs> he basically we were we were chilling in the green room uh, at um at uh Jimmy Kimmel, and then like we're just chilling, and then we just look, and like Robert Downey Jr. just like walked by us for like two seconds, and we're like, oh shit, that was Robert Downey Jr. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There he was. And then, actually, on this topic, we when we saw Nathan Fielder Oh, hold on one second. That's that's it. You don't really see the whole penis. This is one of the Sprouse twins. That's a... That's the nude he, he that got leaked. Damn, that's embarrassing. This is the more popular one. This is definitely the more popular. Is Dylan the more popular one? Yeah, Dylan's the more popular one. Yeah, Dylan. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a that's a very formidable penis. But um, when Ryan and I went and saw Nathan Fielder, um, oh, which live, was great, oh, oh so my funny. god! But he, uh, we 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 looked over while we were like sitting in our seats, and like one row over, just like Eric Andre was sitting next, and to we us. would have been sitting next to him. Oh my god! So these the I uh, I ran into this girl I knew at the show, and uh, we were like talking in line and stuff, and then for some reason or another, we just kind of separated when we went in and and we didn't sit by her which we should have because she sat next to eric andre and if we had just stuck with this girl we would have sat next to eric andre who is my my all-time favorite comedian is eric andre and just, just because of the connections that were there eric andre i was like oh I'm, i was expecting to hear i'm actually surprised he wasn't there i thought like tim and eric would be there too but they, yeah. they weren't it was well, pretty... Decker's like he's busy with his own like music stuff yeah, like, serious music stuff which you were listening to recently and you got me listening to it's really it's good, good. Yeah. i like it, it it's I like it's... playing it around because it's it's called in glendale and we live in glendale yeah so it's like it, it's it's like glenception you know it's like it's really cool glenn beck glenn glenn chovey glenn <laughs> i don't know <laughs> how many glens are there <laughs> There's also a Glendale in Arizona. You said Glen Chovy. I was Bon Jovi, but I just said Chovy. <laughs> Glen. What do you want on your pizza? Yeah, give me some of those Glen Chovies. So, uh, well, yeah. speaking of shows. Speaking of Eric Andre. Oh, yeah. It's my favorite. Probably. All right, so. The Eric Andre, Andre Eric show? Eric Andre show is probably. It, 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 it's tied mm-hmm. with Nathan for you and probably my current favorite two shows. Three. Okay, favorite three shows. Okay. All produced by the same studio, which is absolutely. Mm-hmm. And and it's uh, Eric Andre show, yeah. Nathan for you, and mm-hmm. check it out with Steve Brule. All three of those, my fucking favorite shows, and they just announced today. But season four of uh, Check It Out is coming in, in June, so June seventeenth. Like, freaking out, dude. Yeah. Well, my favorite shows. Uh, one of them is definitely Nathan for you. I, it's hard to watch sometimes, but it's great. It's uh, it's so it's wonderful. I like seeing how actual people react. In, yeah, react, react and just interact. It's just interesting. It's kind of like people watching to the extreme. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, of course, uh, Breaking Bad and oh, li- linked God. with Bri- linked with Breaking Bad. I still need to catch up with the second season, which I'll do when oh. you know soon. Uh, which is uh, Better Call Saul. So I, they're linked together because they're very strongly related. Yes. And and Better Call Saul yes, is yes, really yes. good. Um, another good TV show is oh. House of Cards. Have not watched that, but I, I would like to. I, mm-hmm. I just finished. See, uh, like I just caught up to the ending of Better Call Saul. Like how cl- how far they are right now. Yeah. And it is. Ooh, it's good. I can't... I'm excited to catch up. Ooh. I'm excited to talk to you about it. Dude, so. I, I need you to go ahead and just watch the second season so I have someone to talk to. I will. Talk I, will. I did it. watch... Uh, Game of Thrones is probably also one of my favorite shows. I know these are stereotypical favorite shows, but they're really good. Well, I, I, watched, I watched all five seasons of Game of Thrones in four days. Oh, really? Four or five Holy days. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. I watched, I watched... I just binged it. I watched um, like the first three seasons of Breaking Bad really fast, and then I watched mm-hmm. the rest when it came on television. Oh, yeah, because like everything oh, was, was out... Hell. But the second half of season five, by the time I was binge watching oh. it, so I I just wait. It was right when season five actually the first half cut off, so I had to wait a whole year. And that was to watch the last six remaining episodes, and they were worth the wait. Like Breaking Bad, uh, Ozzy Mendez, at least that episode is like a, just one of the marvels of 
like television history. It is de- it definitely goes down as one of the best episodes of television. Oh my god, dude! The episode uh, right before it, the one the way it ended, I think it was called like Tohajili. The, the oh, way yeah, the yeah, way yeah. It, the way it ended, God, boy, that got me sweating. But the uh, but but like. So I waited a year for season five mm-hmm. of Breaking Bad to come on TV, and they showed the first eight episodes, and I, it killed me. And then I had to wait another year for the final eight episodes to come on, and that was – Oh, sorry. Eight episodes, not six. It, oh, my God. It was hell, dude, like waiting. And now i got to wait like a year for the next season of Better Call Saul, and I'm just – Isn't it sad to know what, that once Better Call Saul is done, that's it for the Breaking Bad universe? I don't, <laughs> I don't think they're going to – bring anything you don't think maybe like 10 years down the road they might just Mm. reboot it for like a prequel or something or they'll they'll make a they'll make a movie like 30 years down the road based on it well based on it but like this is the as in like the official yeah like textbook vince gilligan brian cranston you know but but speaking of brian cranston malcolm in the middle was my favorite as as a kid that was my favorite show i watched it like every day on tv I loved it was, Malcolm in the Middle. It's just kind of like it gave you this gross feeling, but I loved it. Like it wasn't shot all pretty like regular sitcoms would be. Like you, like you watch Modern Family, and yeah, there's some parts in there that are not conventional, you know. But you watch something like Malcolm in the Middle, and it and it just has its own feel. The only the I think the only show to really match Malcolm in the Middle's feel to me. I'm not talking about the jokes or the content. I'm talking about the aesthetic of the show visually. Is uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. They both have this similar yellow just kind of like realistic just uh gross feeling around them i guess you could say that yeah i really like what my like my thing about malcolm in the middle was that it was like really really funny but then like at the same time it got really like serious and like mm-hmm. heartwarming and stuff too and and it made you feel like connected to the whole family there's some sad episodes there man. are some sad episodes of that show like the one it's called like howl's dad i think yeah it's like one of the later seasons but Hal's dad dies and it's like oh it's like such a good episode one of my favorite episodes is uh when because Hal believes in god and stuff and uh lois doesn't lois doesn't and it's just them discussing it and him coming to the realization just kind of i don't know because i mean mean, it is a scary thought uh for a religious person like a parent or a spouse or anyone to like look at their significant other or or their loved one and truly believe that you know they will they are gonna in some way be condemned to hell because of their belief, and that's just how they feel. Um, how you know some of them feel, and I, and I, and I, I don't I don't relate to that because I personally don't hold those beliefs. But I, I I can feel where they're coming from in the terms of just kind of like the turmoil they might feel for yeah, the absolutely. future of that person, oh, and totally. they want the best for that person. So yeah, I can feel that one hundred percent. But like. God, Malcolm Middle was just such a good show, just the writing. Oh, 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 I'm completely forgetting. Arrested Development. Yes. Dude, Arrested oh, Development. I did not like season four that much. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. Everyone didn't like season four. That's just one of the things to say. I'm not saying it just because it's one of the things to say. But just... you know what I'm hoping? I'm hoping that the writers, or, or I hope that they learn from their mistakes of season four because, you know, they already announced season five. So I'm hoping that they learn from did their they? mistakes. They, they did a while ago. Okay, back, that's awesome. Back. So, I so they announced a movie or something like that, too. I, I, they might have announced both. I don't know. But they, they, I hope that they learn from their mistakes. And then make season five I think hilarious. They did. I thought they were supposed to release like a re-edit of season four to make it more like the previous seasons. Because the, I, the I way season are. four was different uh, was the structure in that it focused on pretty much one character an episode. Like one character story was the sole focus of each episode. But previously in the three seasons before that, they would focus on multiple characters with multiple storylines. Yeah, so it was very quick, like... um, fast-paced, funny, you know, that type of thing. Um but I think one of my favorite 
comedies because of its fast pacedness and its I don't want to you know wittiness and crassness is always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh yeah, just because you just you even look at a script. We actually have had a script and we looked at it and it was broken down and everything. It's it's just so quick. Like yeah, I back don't know, and forth. I, just the delivery, even like it's just I don't understand how they don't trip over their words because I have a hard time just kind of getting well, words out myself. I think they've been doing the show's been on for over ten years now. Oh, I yeah. think so. It's like wow, holy shit. Get, getting Danny DeVito was a godsend for that show. Yeah, he fits it, the role of Frank perfectly oh like that i think i i i I almost want to say that that his role as frank is like his role of a lifetime like that's his big role that he'll always be known not the penguin (laughs) (laughs) not uh what else that bites off someone's ear in a batman movie oh god yeah that that's his that's his big role that's army of of his army of giant penguins was that really a thing yeah he had like giant penguin minions or something really yeah there were minions in a batman movie (laughs) God, they're, uh, they're really selling themselves. Yeah, but you know it's all it's all, it's all good, dude. What about you know like we're we're talking about film? What's your favorite movie? Oh well, of course I think you know this. Uh, Iron Man. Yeah, no, it's the uh, <laughs> the Iron Giant. Yeah, uh, directed by <laughs> directed by Brad Bird, who also uh, Brad Bird. Yeah, The Incredibles. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, dude, so you know. dude, Brad. Brad Bird. also did Tomorrowland, but I wasn't a fan of that. So oh, but seriously, Iron Giant is a fantastic movie. I I had it on VHS as a kid. I remember it was in like a little plastic case, and my mom would always play it for me. They have these big like studio, uh, like big budget uh, animated films, and this wasn't one of those huge animated films that had a lot of money pumping into it. This was a property. This Iron Giant was a book beforehand. I've read the book. It's completely it's it's completely different. Um, in the book, there's like there's a dragon the size of Australia. <laughs> and that's like the main antagonist, I guess, of the book. And basically, all they did was they took like Hogarth and the giant and the general, I guess, kind of relationship they had in the aspect of the giant, you know, saving humanity. They took that aspect and redid it and made it better, in my opinion. And it's just a wonderful movie. Um, the voice acting is great. A lot of people don't know that uh, Jennifer Aniston is the voice of the mom. Yeah, I found that out cool recently, and that, that kind of blew my mind. Yeah, I think the the voice actor for Hogarth actually like didn't really do much acting afterwards. Yeah, I think I think that was like that was like a big role. But on the on the topic of of books that are different from the movie, okay. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people don't know that Forrest Gump is based off of a book. Oh. And, and I I read part of the book. The, the language in the book, dude. Well, first of all, the 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 whole book is written in Forrest's like tone of voice so it's like all all the words are written out like that but he's such a drastically the movie makes him out to be this like real wonderful nice guy but he's a the, racist yeah in the book he says the n-word and he's just like stupid and, and well, maybe racist. he's not racist but I, he just he says the n-word a lot yeah his views are skewed by uh the normies yeah but you know, forrest gump is a good movie i don't i don't I actually I don't... have a first draft of the script i don't know where it is but i have a first draft of the script and it's very different than what was uh, eventually put to you know film. So Paramount actually um, had the licensing rights to a Forrest Gump sequel, and they had the script written out and everything. And it was like it was in like pre-production because Forrest Gump, um, you know, was Tom based... Hanks attached to it at all? Yeah, he was going to be. It was. It was going to be. Is this true? No, one hundred percent. And okay. then what happened was um, the the project. I think I read on Wikipedia a while back that the project fell through after nine eleven. Really? Yeah. Was there something having to do with the Twin Towers? Or I don't was know. Was 11 in the book? No, but it had to do with... I don't or know. When was the, was the so sequel was published. Oh, the, the sequel to Forrest Gump came out before the first movie came out. 
Yeah. It's called Gump and Co. And, oh, really? Okay. And and they had like a whole script and everything written out. It, it's funny because he like he's responsible for like the crash of the Exxon Valdez, which was that big oil tanker, and then mm-hmm. he he um like fought in Operation Desert Storm with like a chimp, <laughs> and he accidentally created the Coke formula. And I'm glad they just kept it at Forrest Gump. Tore down the Berlin Wall and stuff. It yeah. Was like, they, they, they should have just uh, kept it. Also, fun fact, Robin Wright, who plays Jenna, is uh, a main character in House of Cards. So. Is she really? Yep. She's, the, uh, she's, one of, she's one of the main characters. You know, they have Frank Underwood, it. and then they have – oh, what, I forgot. I just had a brain fart. Frank Reynolds? <laughs> she plays the first lady. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. No way, dude. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. I think one of my favorite movies – um, is it's called All Is Lost, and not a lot of people know about it. We started watching it, and I and I couldn't do it. I, I it's because I was falling asleep, not because the movie was boring, because we we have a habit of staying up way too really late, late until like six. But in the morning. I, we still need to see that. I want yes. you to show me this movie, yes. and I want to freak out with you. It's so good because the whole movie it has like no words in it except mm-hmm. for the very beginning. It has like no dialogue, and the whole movie it's it's Robert um, Redford, and it's about this guy that's just out in the middle of the Indian Ocean on a uh, on like a boat that is broken so he's stranded and he has no way for help so the whole movie is him trying to survive on this boat and then like it's him versus nature basically versus the ocean and i'm terrified of the ocean not as scared as ryan ryan's <laughs> very terrified of the ocean i'm also terrified of the it's ocean like, I'm, much. well it's not like it's not i guess it's a fear i don't i'm not petrified of it it's more like it's just this natural feeling of that's not where i'm supposed to be so I don't go there. I, I love the ocean, but like when it comes to drowning and what's in the ocean, oh, fuck that shit, boy. Yeah, because you don't belong in the ocean, and other things that do belong in the ocean will fuck you up. Yeah, that's true. That's true, dude. <laughs> but uh, you know, All Is Lost is a really good movie. So you should go uh, go check that out. Yeah. Also, what what else? Captain Phillips. I really like Captain Phillips. That was a good movie. Mm-hmm. I like ocean movies. I don't know. Did you like Jaws? I haven't seen Jaws. Ah. Oh. I've I've seen I've seen part of it on TV. Yeah. I haven't seen a lot of famous movies though so i couldn't imagine someone now watching jaws and being like oh yeah yes but it's just it's well directed um they have one of the most famous uh spielberg one takes in that movie um uh it's basically this whole conversation stuff goes along you know how they have like a what do they call it a ferry i guess that goes yeah. across yeah they they film this whole conversation i'm like oh what if they fucked up a line and had to go back it's just it's it's just stuff like that that i, I like technical stuff in movies and that's why I, um yeah i i but dude speaking oh, of like wait, oh sorry i'm oh, sorry i was just gonna provide a fun fact go ahead uh year i was born was 1994 you know what won best picture in 1994 what forrest gump dude look at look at that you know what won best picture of the year i was born I don't know. Uh, I don't know either. But uh but but <laughs> Oh yeah, speaking of like one 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 shot takes, Birdman is a fantastic movie mm-hmm. because they the way they shot it was they made the whole movie look like it's one long continuous take. Which I mean it has been done before but like not it hasn't been presented to a it's mass such a audience way like this too. I don't feel like before. Um, and it wasn't recognized like Birdman was. And Birdman was fantastic. Oh, dude, Michael Keaton did such a good job, and I am so excited. You need to see The Revenant. Like, I know it's it, it's not all one take, but there are, like, there's this battle sequence in the beginning that it's pretty much all one take, and it's just like, how do they fucking choreograph this shit? Oh, dude, that's... It's amazing. I, I, I really want to see it. I they really want to see it. They use all natural lighting. They, yeah, I know. Like, it's... Oh, my God. I mean, of course, uh, the filming, uh, The Revenant, was hell for a lot of the cast and crew, but... Because apparently, didn't he actually, like, go into the icy water, like... I feel I, like he did. I, I read that he actually he actually ate uh, that shit to the like a buffalo. Whatever. He he really know. went into the cold 
and into the water without like a wetsuit and stuff for the role to actually like portray it realistically, which that is taking method acting to the extreme. And that a lot is... of people say it's cheating. Well, that's not what. Yeah, because it's like, of course you're. Then gonna, you're not acting. Of course, yeah, of real. course you're going to be cold when you're in water. Well, who gives a shit? It's good. It, yeah, it's, exactly. It, it's I feel like whatever, whatever as realistic as it can get. Yeah, or as realistic, or however best you can portray what is supposed to be, um, you know, I, what, however best you can portray what's supposed to be portrayed to the audience. Um, and if do, actually doing that realistically is the best way, then go ahead and fucking do it because it, it definitely paid off in, in terms of the Revenant. Oh, absolutely. He finally got his Oscar. And it's, and it's like – Congratulations to him. Big round of applause to Leonardo DiCaprio on that win. I think he deserved it. Fight me on that. But also it's like Michael Keaton. I am so excited for you, – you showed me the trailer because yep. he, has, he has a movie coming out later this year. Called The Founder. Yeah, about, about, about yep. the founding of McDonald's and like the secret story behind it and how like dirty it was. And it's – oh, it's awesome. I'm so excited for that. Oh, there are a lot of good movies coming out. Oh, oh, War yeah. Dogs is another oh, one that yes! I'm excited for. I think the movie that I'm most excited for this year is uh, it's called uh, Swiss Army Man. Yes. It stars uh, Paul Dano and um, uh, Daniel, Daniel Radcliffe. Radcliffe. It looks really good. I'm not going to spoil anything. If you want to look up the trailer, uh, go ahead and do so. Uh, it's, it, it's fun. It, it does deal with um, – uh, uh, what do you say? Uh, very it's t- cool, touchy it, subject. It's very, it's very like – dark theme but the way they portray it is so cool yeah exactly so So, that's definitely i think that's my most anticipated movie not necessarily i think it's going to be the best but i think it's 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 one of the most interesting movies that i've seen yeah it's a really interesting idea you and i are actually going to go see a movie we are going to go see a movie tonight after the green Green room Room, which i'm excited for because uh i like feeling emotions when i go see movies and just there's sometimes I feel like torturing myself. Oh, you should go see. You should go see Fast and Furious. <laughs> I did. I went to go see Fast and Furious Seven. And wh- how did it good? I know. I know how, why it got good reviews, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's just, just move on. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I think, I think that you know the audience has learned qu- quite a bit about about what we like. Is there anything else you want to say? Because I, I was gonna, I was, I was gonna. Wrap no, I'm it sure. Up you know, bit. we'll just there are more episodes in the future. You'll get to know us even more. But you know, I think, I think. For the people that have at least listened this far into the podcast, we want to give you guys a little reward. So, mm-hmm. Ryan, you wanna you wanna tell me what your favorite <laughs> sex position is? Oh, we're doing that, <laughs> okay, yeah, dude. Uh, okay, my favorite sex position would probably have to be Tim Allen's hand grenade. Tim Allen's hand grenade? Yeah. No fucking way, dude. I. Mm. You love it? It's good stuff, dude. I mean, it feels good. I mean, it's a bit it's a bit hard to pull off at first. Oh, but absolutely. When you when you get it, it's tool time. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, clean clean your teeth on my bones. That's what? a line. That's a line from Home Improvement. <laughs> I don't know the context. I just know, but there's an episode where he says, "Clean." Clickhole did a whole thing about What's it. What's your favorite sex position, Matt? Um, for me, probably I'm gonna have to say the obvious GameCube. Okay, now is that with uh, the second party controller or not? Oh, only if you're feeling up to it. Okay, okay, awesome. Yeah, I, but... I, I, honestly, I don't think I, I'm not up for the second party controller uh, version of the GameCube. Yeah, you know, GameCube is a little, it, it's, a, it's a tricky one to pull off. It's the wireless little... controller version is definitely holy something shit. to look into. Yes, yes, yes. But, um... I, I've, I did it once. I did it once back in college, and holy shit. <laughs> back when we were productive human beings Absolutely. trying to add something to society. No, I wouldn't have added shit to society if I finished college. I was getting, I was, I was majoring in business. Business management. I was and minoring in, in film studies. I was majoring in business and minoring in Japanese. So, 
What what a team we would have made! Absolutely, but but now we're actually contributing to society by making shitty videos on the internet of us making dick jokes and playing video games. So and we're glad that you guys like it. We actually enjoy what we do, and we wouldn't be able to do it without you. So honestly, like being serious in all seriousness, thank you guys for supporting us. Um, we have had several channels in the past. We have uh, been doing this a long time, and Super Mega is finally a collaborative effort that uh, Matt and I have come together and uh, we've made from scratch mm-hmm. and uh you know because previously i was on a different uh, sketch comedy uh, syndigo and you had kids with problems so they're each the uh, ownership of those is you know kind of separate in its own right even though i am a member of kids with problems uh but like this is the first channel where you and i like have like full 100 percent like 50 50 ownership yeah. of and it's it just it feels good to be back uh creating oh, content and it feels and it's it's nice having this kind of two video a day oh, schedule. I love it. It's hell sometimes because uh, we're editing at uh, like sometimes. six in the morning. Yeah, but... like on average, probably five six a.m. is when we actually hit the hay. Yeah, so. but it, but it's like like the two video a day thing. As tough as it is, I honestly love doing it. And and I, I think I can speak for both of us when I say that like we both love doing this and we we love this channel we're and there's putting, so much more that we want to do oh we have so many plans for this channel in the future we're just getting started this is just the beginning but we we have loved every moment of of, of making and recording and editing these videos for you guys so far and we love your feedback and we honestly like we we love hearing from you guys and and we read all the comments and and you guys are amazing and like just all the support you've given us throughout the past year has been unbelievable and and this is just the beginning yeah we're building a nice little uh, community and we hope to see it grow we hope to continue to spread our sense of humor and just our entertainment around whether that you know whether you know people think it's you know, oh they're just playing video games for a living you know i used to actually be like that i used to be like oh people are playing video games for i used a to actually hate let's plays <laughs> yeah and it's like I don't know. I just never had an understanding of it. And then it's just you look into it, and yeah, you can talk about how it's better better because of the YouTube algorithm. But also it's it's literally just having fun. It's just it's fun. having fun, and we put creative effort into our edits and stuff like that. And we take time and make sure each video is not just, you know, thrown out there. Um, and it's just it's, – it's, as I said before, uh, Super Mega is something new and much needed. I need to be busy. It's good to be busy and it's good uh to have y'all along in the process absolutely absolutely so thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of super mega cast we have uh we it's been a great first date with all you guys um we i think we've learned a lot about each other maybe you know uh we can call you sometime yeah so anyways uh check please Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. 
or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.